0: Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today.
1: Welcome to another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic podcast. It is episode 79 of Stands and Fits presented by the professional MBA program at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. Iowa State University's part-time MBA has been voted best MBA program in Des Moines. Advance your career while still working full-time. You can ask about scholarships and waiving the GMAT. Learn more at ivybusiness.iastate.edu. Recording in the Carl Chevrolet studios. If you need to get a new or pre-owned car, the place to do it is Carl Chevrolet in Ankeny or Carl Chevrolet of Stewart. CarlChevrolet.com. CarlChevroletStewart.com or exit 90 in Ankeny at The Rock what's up <laughs> excuse me man <laughs> having a hard time
2: yeah i'm all uh, out of breath not a whole lot but uh i was noticing your iowa state camo hat
1: yes rocking it if you are watching on facebook live looking very snazzy if only i could zoom in the camera that'd be cool <laughs> see i got the camo hat nobody our, can see the top half of my head right now our non-existent
2: cameraman can zoom in right
1: now it's basically a basically i have a pair of floating headphones on yep so what's going on, man? How are you doing this week?
2: I'm uh, doing all right. Uh, kind of rushing out of work today. And unfortunately, I found out I did something that I shouldn't have done uh, after leaving work. So I what'd walked... you do? What'd you do? Uh, basically, something in an email was not the way it should have been. So need to go back and
1: change that for tomorrow morning. Will you be reprimanded, publicly reprimanded? Um, should not... we have your boss on the podcast <laughs> to publicly reprimand you?
2: I mean, technically, I was the last one to touch the button to send the email, although it had gone through f- three or four people um, who had technically had editing responsibilities, proofreading po- responsibilities, so it wasn't completely my fault. But it's your
1: fault. Y- yes. <laughs> but no. But,
2: but yes, but
1: yes. So <laughs> yeah. So it's everybody's fault yeah on some level. Your yep. entire team messed up.
2: Yep. So uh, that was a great way to end the work day for sure.
1: It's uh it's being a real leader. Yep. They're taking the blame. Yep. But when, now when you could put the blame on somebody else, you're like, "No put it on my shoulders i'm the one that messed up i'm the one that's the leader around here
2: yep that was on me but luckily i'm here now with you and you can make me end the day on a much better note
1: i don't know that i would put luckily (laughs) and you're with me in the same sentence i mean there are worse places
2: i could be on a on a tuesday evening
1: that's true that's true all right Iowa state has played a football game now did you go to
2: the game i didn't go to the game i did watch the entire game you
1: did watch the entire game yep how were your emotions at home during <laughs> Iowa State's 29-26 triple overtime win over Northern Iowa?
2: Um, you know, up until halftime, it was just kind of the regular, oh, you know, we'll put them away in the second half kind of feeling. Or it's like, that, you know, they come out of the gate slow. and I was expecting them to, you know, score a few touchdowns in the second half, be all right. And then as the game got into, the, like, the fourth quarter, that's when I started, you know, the, the heart pounding in yeah. the chest kind of feeling. Yeah. And really for the last probably hour or so of real time, it was just beating out of my chest. Like, oh my gosh, this isn't really going to happen, is it? And thankfully, they pulled it out, man.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's kind of where I was. I mean, I'm one of those people that during a game, it doesn't matter if I'm covering it, I could have absolutely no, no rooting interest of, in, in any way in it. If it's a really intense game, my heart is just beating out of my chest. My adrenaline yeah. is just pumping. That's what gets me going, you yeah. know? And football especially... I have always just gotten really worked up about football. Yeah. I think it's because I don't understand it as well as basketball. In basketball, I feel like I can feel the tides a lot better than I can in football.
2: Yeah. And you know, the difference between football and basketball too is that football has enough downtime where like it builds anticipation as you're watching.
1: Yeah. You will have a lot more time to sit and think about things. Yeah. So football games, especially close football games, consistently probably take two to three years off of my life. (laughs) Yeah. I was hoping that this game on Saturday would not be such a game that was going to take any years off of my life yep i was wrong i think i probably lost about 10 years off of my life yeah. i think i've probably lost 30 years off of my life in the last two years watching iowa state football
2: if you ran a study i'm sure if you like had a, a test group and then iowa state fans the iowa state fans would consistently live shorter lives just because of having to deal with rooting for iowa state
1: if they did some sort of study where they were like if i had to be a navy seal or something like that and they were trying to see the things that would get me rattled if they put a close football game on the TV and hook me up to a polygraph <laughs> or some sort of like, you know, machine that's yeah. testing my like my hap, like my hands, my hand sweat, my heartbeat and all that stuff. Mm. All they'd have to do is put a close football game on in the background and I'd be I'd be losing my mind. Exactly. Like I think of all the things. If I, I was if I was a Navy SEAL and we busted into a Saudi Arabian compound and there was a close football game on TV, I'd be done.
2: Yeah. Like if, if you if you hooked it up to me and like it was in a situation where I'm in my home and like there's a there's a, a someone trying to assault me in my own home and watching on the game on saturday it would be
1: roughly the same amount of nerve if someone tried to rob me in the middle of a close football game i would say wow seriously <laughs> in the middle of the da- the damn game yeah couldn't you at least check the tv before you decided to barge in here mm-hmm. and that'd be a really dumb
2: robber too because they should know that you know this person is a big iowa state football fan they're definitely going to be in their living room well watching yeah the clearly game.
1: they have encased yep. you know the the premises very well to mm-hmm. be able to we really went off on a weird they haven't done there. their they haven't done their research absolutely um but I mean how do you how do you feel coming out of it I, I'll admit I feel better two days later than I did and I didn't feel that bad after yeah. the game really but now especially two three days later I feel a lot better
2: yeah I mean immediately after the game it was just kind of a, a sigh of relief kind of thing and then the positive and I think other people have kind of agreed with this is that this makes sure that Iowa State will be focused as hell yeah. going to Iowa game which is great um the part that concerns me the most is that this year I was hoping that the line would look considerably better against especially Northern Iowa, yeah. which is an FCS program. And then Have you read
1: Jay Jordan's piece today? I did. They looked better okay. uh, against, okay. the,
2: against the run, and Jay pointed out that the running backs missed a few of their blocks, right. um, reading a few of the blocks, which could have sprung bigger plays, which is encouraging. Although I feel like last year the they kind of had a problem with their run blocking, and they were pretty good at pass blocking at times. And they kind of flipped it for this game. Uh They were pretty bad at pass blocking, but, you know, adequate in run blocking. So that was a little bit interesting to me, I thought.
1: Yeah. I was a little bit, I'll be honest, I was a little surprised to not see some changes to that top group. Yeah. I think that Chris alluded to some of those, especially on last week's Thursday thesis. I was anticipating that. I was surprised to not see that. Yep. I guess at the end of the day, it is what it is. But I would imagine, I don't know if it'll be in this next game, but I would imagine that there will be some changes to yeah. Iowa State's starting offensive line I mean, in the not-so-distant future.
2: If their center can't go, then it's going to be a change no matter what.
1: Right, and that sounds like it's an MCL sprain. Hopefully he will be back and ready to go uh, two or in a week from Saturday. Yeah, sounds like... On the bright side, it sounds like Iowa will also be without an offensive lineman for for at least that game. Yep, yeah, um, Alaric Jackson, potential Jackson. first round draft pick in the NFL.
2: Although you know you've seen in the past two, I think his his window was two weeks. He they thought he'd miss two games, which yeah. would be you know Rutgers and Iowa State. But of course, miraculously, he'll probably get healthy by the time Iowa State You're rolls right.
1: around. Also, Ankeny native Riley Moss out four to six weeks with a with an injury. I would guess that four to six week window probably is not one that lends itself to any sort of miraculous recovery. No. But other than the Lions, how would you feel about the defense? Defense was great. I had no qualms yeah. with defense. I don't think you can have any sort of problem with the defense. No. And,
2: again, like Jay pointed out that there were a, a, a player in the secondary or two that could have done a little bit better in their coverages. Yeah. But, again, we'll get Braxton Lewis back hopefully for Iowa. And so that that will kind of um, shore up that area of the game, which will be good. So I'm, I'm coming out of that game feeling about as good as the Iowa State defense as I could.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard for anyone to really sit here and – Make any sort of major, you know, knocks on the Irish defense. Yeah. And, and really, too, you know, I was on serious radio with Holly Rowe and Gabe Eichardt yesterday, and they asked me about my concerns with the offense. And I was like, I mean, yeah, you got to be kind of concerned. But at the same time, they should have probably scored on the drive where they got inside the 10 and Josh Knipfel blocked with his helmet off. Yeah. Uh, Connor Asali misses one field goal. You have one touchdown that's called back because of a holding penalty. Yep. There were a lot of things that you could pinpoint. If you watched the game, I think you could sit there and really yeah. and see that. But if you just looked at the statistics, if you just looked at the final score, it's easier to, you know, yeah. to be like, wow, what the heck happened? But yep. when you really watch the game, you're like, okay, well, it was just these, like, these things that yeah. really kind of prevented them from winning the game.
2: And on top of the, all those things that, you know, resulted in points not getting on the board you know it did appear that iowa state was very conservative with their with their overall game plan i thought um i think i don't know if you would know this for sure but i think a big part of what made um that game plan up would be they're trying to keep Purdy as healthy
1: as possible going to iowa yeah yeah and i understand where people are coming from with the running not running with them more Mm. but it's also you don't want your quarterback getting dinged up in the first well, game of the really, year. Really? Like, how much did they use him in a designed run? Yeah. situation really last year. Anyway, I mean, obviously in that Oklahoma State game where he did the, that was an RPO though, yeah, where exactly. that was the read. A
2: lot of a lot of the RPOs in zone reads yeah. were where he was actually running the ball.
1: He has never been a guy that they're going to line him up and run quarterback power like what they did with Joel laney Yeah. That's just a... And he'll scramble every now and then. Yeah, he'll I'll, scramble, he'll move yeah. around, but he's still keeping his eyes down the field.
2: Yeah, and again, like we heard all offseason that a point of emphasis for him was to stay in the pocket longer. Yeah. And so I think you saw a little bit of that and there might be some growing pains associated too, but uh, in the long term, that's probably a good thing.
1: That Will McIlvan kid, he's a baller, though. He
2: is, yeah. Does Iowa
1: State have them on the schedule again in the future? Do we know?
2: (laughs) Yes, uh, two years from now. So he (laughs) will still be at Northern Iowa by then. Don't like that. I don't like that either. Don't
1: like that. That kid is good
2: yeah that he, kicker's
1: uh, still gonna be there too what the heck
2: <laughs> that kicker honestly was amazing that dude has
1: nails man yeah what does Iowa State have to do to get a guy like that
2: I don't know what, what it, no what, offense to Connor but was he um, in state too
1: true freshman from Cedar Falls
2: sheepers right underneath our, our nose man
1: well he's like really underneath Mark Farley's nose yeah if Mark Farley missed on him then it'd be well I guess not and the crazy thing really, is but,
2: Farley was like alluding to them having a kicker competition heading into this week too like, yeah. they didn't know which one they would use
1: yeah and then this dude is just a baller yeah man he, when he stepped out there and hit that 50 yarder at the beginning i was like it's, it's like it's the it's to be one of those kind of days it's like the jeff where the guy's in the party and he's like kind of looking he's like <laughs> like that that was yeah. me i was like man this true freshman kicker is like out here to ball today but yeah at the end of the day you win the game and you know this is what i wrote afterwards there's been a lot of times where Iowa state plays a game like that and they do not win i mean oh, yeah. we can think to uh northern iowa in 2013 i think where they had some opportunities to be able to win that game. David Johnson obviously was David was, was going like full beast mode. David Johnson playing yeah. like the Arizona Cardinals, David Johnson. Uh, you know, I, I don't really remember that game in 2016 quite as well, but they probably should have won that one too if, if I were to go back and watch it again. Mm. And then you even think about that North Dakota State game that one year where you score the first 17 and then give 30-1 yep. unanswered. Yep. Their ability to be able to bounce back from adversity – and still win the game I think that that's encouraging regardless of the fact that it was not pretty
2: it is and you know now that you got the win in the win column I mean come October when we're looking back on it it's probably not going to matter yeah I mean mean, it will matter but you're not going to really worry about only beating an FCS team
1: by that much and I really do think that a week from Saturday I still think that that's going to be a really good football game Mm mm-hmm and at, the, at least right now, it still tracks to be a game between two top 25 teams. Iowa State coming in tied for 25th in the AP poll this week. I was surprised to see them stay in the poll, mm-hmm. honestly. But I was also surprised to see the team that they were tied with stay <laughs> in the poll. So yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of people had a hard time picking who was going to be number 25 this week.
2: Yeah, and, you know, I think a lot of people just realize that it's the first, first game of the year, you can't really judge a whole lot. There's a lot to be learned from week one to week two, so I think that's the case for Iowa State.
1: Yeah, but I, I do think that it will be a, a top 25 team, two top 25 teams that are playing. Because yep. I think also you know that somebody's going to slip up this week. Who, who that will be, who knows. Obviously, Nebraska has to go to Colorado on Saturday and play in Boulder. So, you know, if they were to go there and lose, that would be a team that would be a candidate to drop out. I don't know what everybody's schedule is, but – uh, I I still think that Iowa State will probably be in the top 25 when that comes to fruition. Yep. All right. We had some questions this week from the mailbag. We do. Mailbag coming tomorrow.
2: Um, first mailbag question for the Stands and Fitzpod. D. Bodine, D-, D. Bodine, ISU DM asks, is the Cyclone Fanatic staff humbled after their atrociously optimistic score predictions for ISU versus UNI?
1: See, and this is what someone tweeted at me in the middle of the game about our predictions the line was 18 and a half (laughs) exactly we picked right on the line I I mean I think that my final score prediction was something like 38 to 13 Mm. was there anybody in the in the Des Moines Metro or in the Iowa State sphere that was picking this to be a close game was anyone in the country picking this to be a close game
2: I think the only people picking this to be a close game were Hawkeye fans and the Iowa State fan like portion of the fan base who is just internally pessimistic
1: yeah if I had come out and said I was gonna win twenty-nine to twenty-six in triple overtime, imagine what people would have said about my prediction. <laughs> you're an idiot, Jared. Well, yeah, it's it. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. If I yeah. pick them to be to either lose or for them to win in a very close game in overtimes, yeah, then I'm an idiot before the game. Mm-hmm. Or if I pick them to win by, you know, twenty points, and then they go to triple overtime or whatever, then I'm an idiot after the game. Yeah. So it's like. <laughs> you know it let's let's get you guys in here on a cf yeah. uh, on a fanatics forum picks and i'll i'll put that together every week for you guys to put your picks in and then when you're wrong you have to put your twitter handle in there and i'm gonna sit and i'm gonna uh i'm gonna publicly shame every single person that got their pick incorrect
2: i like it and you know i made the joke on the forums too that now that we've all picked iowa state to win by three touchdowns and iowa state did end up winning yeah we're gonna have to pick iowa state to win by three touchdowns every week and they'll keep winning
1: you're going to go, like, full Jeff Woody on it?
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, because like, that's all Jeff was doing at the end of the, uh, end of the year last year. He just kept picking Iowa State to lose, and they kept winning.
1: He was picking ways for them to lose where it's, like, Bevo runs for 650 actual, yards for Texas. An Texas. actual bear will play for, for a Baylor, Right. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't know. Am I embarrassed? No. No, no. I've at all. made a lot of picks. Man, I've been, a lot, I've been wrong a lot more than I've probably been right on those picks, but I also mm. don't really care. I yep. guess. Especially
2: since Iowa State actually won the game. Yeah, If they'd have lost, then yeah. Maybe that might up the embarrassing factor a tiny bit, but not that's, really.
1: That's when I laugh. I'm like, man, like they still won the game, and you guys are still like, man, your pick was really bad. It okay, is. I don't care. They won the game. What's it matter? Yeah. Let's move on to the next one. Yep. Speaking of moving
2: on, let's move on to the next question. All right. All right. Colorado asks, which of the three Barntown Cyclone Fanatic
1: beers has been the best? Man, I, w- I really liked the newest one.
2: I haven't had it's been all. so
1: long since the first one that I don't even think I remember it that much because that was that was uh firmly entrenched
2: firmly entrenched and then there was transfer brew and the latest one upon further review
1: I know that I would put transfer brew at number three yeah. I liked one and I like the first one in this most recent one the best for sure okay I guess I this might be recency bias I'd probably say this one but that's just because it's been so long since I had the other one that I don't really remember it that yeah. well
2: and again I, I haven't had them and all. and it was but... only
1: available for that one day
2: Upon further review, it was very good. Just very, very raspberry-ish, very uh, easy to drink.
1: It was easy to drink a lot of those. Yes. Could, yeah. have,
2: could have downed quite a few uh, upon further reviews. Did you? No, I only had one.
1: You only had one?
2: Yeah, well, yeah, it was a big one.
1: You had one beer the entire day?
2: No, I had I, I had a flight. I tried a flight of their other oh,
1: beers. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought we were going to have and that. I, I, I had to drive home, so... It's okay. Intern Brandon didn't try it at all.
2: And he is 21. We've been over this, right?
1: Yeah, but he has like health issues. Oh, that, that keep that's, him right. From that's right. That's right. No, able no to gluten. Get, correct. Yeah. My dad Brandon, has the same thing. Intern Brandon is gluten-free. So your yep. dad, so, uh, uh, Fitz senior also yeah. didn't, didn't try the beer. Nope.
2: He had uh, a glass of wine, but okay. yeah, no beer beers off limits.
1: I would like to enjoy a glass of wine with Fitz senior. There you go. I, we forgot to mention last week that on our, the stands and Fitz experience, neither one of our parents, <laughs> my parents didn't come. <laughs> yeah. Your
2: parents did not bid my 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 dad made the joke that yeah we're not gonna bid since the stanzas aren't here.
1: Yeah, I think that it came down to <laughs> at the end of the day, neither one of our parents really love us that much. Which which I'm fine with because they they both proved that they love us equally not much. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, Tim Pollock says you look very you look a lot better live is much better looking oh. live. Thanks, Tim. Tim's my friend. Is he? Yeah, he's probably he's just trolling at this point. Oh, okay. Like yeah. what, like you do when uh when you hop on the Thursday Thesis. <laughs>
2: yeah. What was that joke I made? Oh, yeah. You how what? I should do
1: more podcasts. Yeah.
2: You 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 want at least twice the amount of podcasts that you already do.
1: That podcast is easy compared to this one and football and random things. It's, well,
2: this one's way easier well,
1: compared to football and random things.
2: I, well, yeah. I could, well, why is that though? because Jeff's pretty winded. Well, he's on
1: pretty winded. Things on there. I just usually sit there and I I screw around on my computer a lot. Oh, yeah. And I'm kind of just like half listening. <laughs> so you get zoned out. Yeah. It, if you notice sometimes he'll say something in the middle of an answer and then i'll ask him the question or like all it's like it's like that plants it in my mind but i wasn't listening and then i'll almost make the same point back to him <laughs> uh you're so you like a megaphone yeah but i i actually was listening to one i think it was two weeks ago i was like man i need to do better yeah about paying attention because i'm kind of uh i'm kind of zoning out on this a little bit i got to cut jeff off sometimes yeah
2: and i'm sure it's easy to pot with chris because you two are you know pretty close and and chris does a good job of talking
1: me and chris are also much more dude me and chris have been doing podcasts for a long time you know you're both clarinda boys well that and i mean you know me and chris legitimately are like really good friends yeah
2: and you have a lot of a lot of shared interests as
1: well and not that you and i are not friends Mm -hmm. it's just that the reality of it is that we basically talk one time every week yep. other than some maybe spot texting every once in a while or on twitter or in the cyclone Phonetic slack or something like that mm. which i think is good because it i don't want to get sick of you jared <laughs> Thanks, man. But no, you, you get where I'm coming from, where it's like, it's almost good sometimes that this is like our one time we come in every week and we catch up. Yep. And it's not like where we're like, oh, well, we were talking about this the other day, Yeah. you know?
2: Because there's a lot of times where you, even on this pod, I, I reference what you say right before we come on. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because technically it's nice to save stuff to
1: talk about on the pod. Right, right. So yeah, it's it's always good that we do it that way. But uh, no, that doing pods with Chris is really easy. Just And that one's easy too, because it's more of just him. Yeah. He kind of is just ranting. And then it, it, I am like his sounding board. Yeah, you're, you're I'm like the, the producer. You're the color commentator. Exactly. All right, man, we'll take a quick break. We'll do hot, not, uh, and underrated underdogs when we come back on Stands & Fits, presented by the Professional NBA Program at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network.
0: Hey, guys, it's Williams. We'll get you back to your podcast here momentarily, but it's wanted to talk to you about eye Care, of course, today and my friends at Ames. Des Moines Eye Care. They meet your whole family's vision needs. And they did that to me about a year ago where I got in and had my first eye exam since my childhood. Dr. Kruger was like, what are you doing, man? You got to come in and get your eyes checked more often. And I'm glad that I did. They found some stuff. They got me these designer glasses that I wear when I work now when I'm creating content for you at cyclonefanatic.com. It has decreased my headaches incredibly uh it's been fantastic I, I didn't even know half the stuff that dr krueger was telling me about and i'm assuming if you're a middle-aged guy like me you're probably in the same boat get in there to ames and des moines eye care personalized eye care designer eyewear they've got same day same week appointments and they are really good people and they help support us here at cyclone the cyclone fanatic podcast network it's ames and des moines eye care Hey Cyclone fans, it's Chris Williams. You've heard our friends from the Iowa pork producers. They've been coming on here for the last couple of years. I've been telling you guys about them. I've had the great opportunity to meet so many of our state's great pork producers over the last couple of years. And I've learned so much. One thing specifically, I didn't really know this before. I guess I probably should have. But these pigs are raised in environmentally controlled barns that helps farmers care for the pigs they protect the pigs from extreme temperatures predators you know all that stuff it is so high tech some of the stuff that our great pork producers are doing and they're doing it all to feed our world and and don't forget about this so you can have some of that delicious Iowa pork at your tailgates coming up this fall from everyone at Cyclone Fanatic I'm Chris Williams saying Thank you to our state's great pork producers.
1: Welcome back to Stands and Fits, presented by the Professional MBA Program at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. We're going fast and furious on this week's episode. Fitzy has to go and play flag football. For some reason, flag football is more important than the 79th episode of our podcast. If you do that for episode 80, we're going to have a serious problem. Uh, I'm just going to put it out there. We're going to have a serious problem. I regret to
2: inform you that next week's flag football game is at 6. At 6? Man, what? <laughs> so we will have to probably do it afterwards, if that's okay with you. So it'll be a late night. A late night stands edition. Stands and fits. Late night after stands dark. and fits.
1: After yeah. dark. I like that. Yeah, we'll do that. That's sexy. I, I can't do it as good as Ed Wilson. But <laughs> all right, time for Hot knot. Uh I'll go first. Sure. Hot this week, Alan Lazard promoted to the 53-man roster for the Green Bay Packers after being cut, then being brought back to the practice squad, and now he is back on the 53-man roster. Shout-out yep. to
2: Alan Lazard. Shout-out to him. Doubtful that he gets much playing time at all um, against the Bears this coming Thursday, but still great to see him actually be on the 53-man.
1: It'll be exciting because if I had to guess, I would think that Alan and number 32 for the Chicago Bears. They'll swap jerseys. The starting running back will probably do a nice little jersey swap after the game. We'll get for a cool sure. little picture for social media uh thousands if, of likes I would be surprised if that does not happen
2: yeah that'll be a great that'll be a great moment
1: that will be a great moment we should get I'm gonna get that picture and then frame it oh
2: and it we'll right put it here. like right here I like it
1: we've been thinking about some things to put up here because we're just gonna kind of alternate just different little trinkets yeah uh, we're gonna get Chris and DMX we're gonna put that up here Rob Gray is not listening I don't know how Rob Gray how often Rob Gray listens to this we're gonna get a like head of Rob Gray <laughs> and we're just gonna kind of like but it's gonna be little we're going to kind of put it, like, right here. Where he can't see it. Yeah. Where it's like, if you're really paying attention, you'll see it. You know but, what you could do? But it'll always just be Rob Gray peeking at you. You know what you could do is you could move it around every week. Just kind of like. We should w- put it on a stick. Yeah. And just, like, move it. Yeah. Where's the Rob Gray head this week? And I like this guy because I'm just going to have this guy hold. He, this is Cletus from Fox Sports. <laughs> if anybody who knows about that. I'm just going to have him hold different random things, Uh, you know. Whenever we're doing a podcast, all right. What's your hot this week? My hot
2: this week, Hulu Live. It's what I use to uh, watch the Iowa State UNI game. I didn't actually know if I'd have uh, a streaming subscription this fall, but I and you know I had to get it for for watching football. Mm-hmm. So it worked out really well. We we hooked it up to the Chromecast. So shout out to Hulu Live, allowing me to watch uh, legally the Iowa State football game. I also. I like YouTube TV.
1: That's what I have. Yeah. If I didn't have... That's what I DVR everything on. If I didn't have Hulu Live, that's what I would be doing as well. Yeah. It sounds like it It works pretty slick. It is considerably cheaper than actual TV too. Yeah. Like I think Hulu Live is like 50 bucks a month. That's what YouTube TV is. Yeah. Which is very reasonable compared to what you be, could be paying for DirecTV. Oh, absolutely. And you can, get, you can get HBO and stuff like that on those if you really yeah. want to. If you want to watch uh, True Detective or, you know... <laughs> you
2: keep bringing it up Westworld
1: or any other shows that <laughs> eventually you know, I've maybe been recommending to you for you know years.
2: like I'm I'm trying to think like the next time the the Game of Thrones spinoff comes around that's probably when I when I buck up and get HBO again
1: uh-huh. okay. So, okay we'll see well at least with Hulu live you'll probably be able to do some sort of bumble or <laughs> bundle <laughs> bundle whenever uh, whenever uh, uh, Disney plus comes out right yes and ESPN plus you'll have that too yep you have you watched the do you have ESPN plus i do not dude you need to watch the kansas, the kansas football show. show
2: well like it wasn't the the joke that <laughs> so funny that uh miles came in and, and like he asked about the recruiting yeah. part of it and there's like one guy who
1: doing doing stuff yeah he's like there's you have a whole troop of people working on recruiting with you right and he's like he's like you're looking at him <laughs> and les miles is like and he's like oh and i have one student worker and Les Miles' face is just like you're probably like and he kind of like drops his head he's like Oh my god In disbelief I'm sure Yeah Oh my god
2: No wonder they've Recruited so badly
1: <laughs> Yeah But it was It was funny too And then they're like Doing a recruiting meeting And watching film And Les Miles is like Man that's a nice throw This guy's really good He's like He's like Is this an evaluation tape Or is this a highlight tape And the guy's like this is a highlight tape he's like He's like, we got to get some evaluation. (laughs) Yeah. You need need to see the bad stuff too. Yeah. It's a little while later. A little while later. It's like a defensive end. And he's like, man, that was a nice play. And then he kind of pauses. He's like, well, of course it was a nice play. It's a freaking highlight tape.
2: (laughs) That's Kansas football in a nutshell right there. Yeah.
1: It was pretty funny. But I highly recommend that show to anybody just because the pure comedy factor of it, it's so ridiculous. And it just how seriously you can tell he's taking all of it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just pure comedy all right nice my not this week i went to kfc today because i was pulled in by false false advertising i saw that they had put out a new mac and cheese bowl with spicy chicken and you know their normal popcorn chicken don't go to KFC and get the the mac and cheese bowl with the chicken.
2: See, I feel like the mac and cheese bowl, like that's probably one of the concoctions they make where they have like so much of the the food left over at the end of the day. They probably just like save it and i will throw it in the same bowl.
1: Someone mm. thought that was a good idea, and I can promise you, it is not a good idea. It's bad. Don't eat it. All right, I will avoid that. I haven't been feeling I the KFC. greatest ever since I did eat it. Mm. KFC cheese, I don't recommend. All right, I'll avoid it. Thanks for the heads up. I was also gonna say USA basketball. Is my not today. Needed overtime to beat Turkey this morning in the Feeble World Cup. But we don't really have time to talk about that too much. Didn't Jason Tatum roll his ankle too? He did. It sounds like he's okay, though. All right. But he also played horrible in the last several minutes of the game. It needed. It took Shetty Osmond running into him with .1 seconds left on the clock Mm -hmm. uh, while he was shooting a three to try and win the game for them to be able to go to the free throw line and shoot two free throws to tie the game and win in overtime. And then they should have lost in regulation. They got called for basically the FIBA basketball version of a flagrant foul. Yeah. And they missed four straight free throws with nine seconds on the clock. Wow. And America comes down and scores to win the basketball game.
2: Goodness gracious. So it was that close. Oh, it was
1: that close. And it was, it was a horrible basketball game. Mm-hmm. Horrible basketball game. Did you watch the entire thing? No, I watched basically the last eight minutes of the fourth quarter shout out to a friend of the program austin Hurst. He, for this morning i woke up to a text from him saying team usa is going to lose uh turned it on on ES, on the espn plus app where you can also watch less is more the kansas football show uh you can watch the entire FIBA world cup uh and i was able to to see our boys narrowly escape loss against turkey and i was sitting there the entire time like man who do i know that plays who's from turkey you know <laughs> no one and i was like well i know enos Cantor's from turkey and I kind of thought about that for a second. I was no like, way he plays for their well, national Well, he definitely team. can't play for the yeah. Turkish national team. Uh, uh, yeah, anybody who knows about that situation with Enos Kanter and the dictator in Turkey, is, that's <laughs> not, a, not a very positive relationship, I don't think. No. What's your not this week?
2: My not this week, real fast. And, you know, honestly, we could spend a whole segment on this. I'm just going to shout it out, though. There were so many people saying we should never schedule you and I after the game. Yeah. Man, it just makes me mad because, like, if you think about it, that's the excuse that Iowa has used all these years about scheduling yeah. Iowa State. Yeah. And it's like, you're really going to turn around and use that same excuse? No. Like, Iowa State should if, – if Iowa State schedules you and I, they should automatically beat them every year. Like, don't back down from the challenge. Just buck up and beat them. Yeah,
1: they should just play better. Exactly. Play better. Take it a little more seriously. Yep. All right. Uh, I was going to say something else about that. Oh, it was funny. Yesterday on Football and Random Things, somebody said uh, – they should, you know, they at least Iowa State doesn't run away from Iowa like or run away from Northern Iowa like Iowa does after their close lo- like close game in 2009 or whatever that yeah. was. And I was like, yeah, they literally played each other last
2: year. <laughs> That's right, they did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. It was fairly close for a while, wasn't
1: it? Maybe for a little bit, but yeah, not, yeah, it wasn't like
2: Iowa pulled away at the, at the super end, close game. It. Yeah. Anyways.
1: All right, underrated underdogs. Yep. Do, uh i missed mine last week you did. northwestern with a what well, that was a horrible bad beat for everybody that had northwestern uh on the whatever i think it was minus six or something like that as well mm. maybe seven and a half uh my underrated underdog this week you're gonna be surprised is the colorado buffaloes at home plus four last i looked plus four against the nebraska corn huskers wow i'm a
2: little bit surprised anybody who
1: watched that game on saturday knows where i'm coming from mm -hmm. it did
2: not look very good yeah nebraska didn't look too hot and then colorado's a weird place to play with the elevation too yeah so i think there's gonna
1: be a lot of motivation in that one i saw that uh sean keeler formerly of the des moines register now with the denver post Yeah, brett robinson shout out to you brett colorado beats nebraska this week and that's my underrated underdog back to one and one very good. Uh, Colorado now is going to use reusable cups, metal reusable cups. I cannot see any possible way in which this could ever go wrong in Boulder, Colorado. Yeah, it's not going to be. Especially with Colorado-Nebraska being the next game up. I remember watching many a Nebraska-Colorado game that featured things being thrown onto the field. Water bottles and all kinds of stuff. I think one year they had to... Uh, kick out an entire section of people mm-hmm. in the stands because they're throwing things onto the field so that game's gonna be worth
2: watching for the non-football related activities probably. yeah
1: he put out a video where it was him holding one of these cups and then he threw it at a door and he's like these are they're very chuckable and he just threw it at the door didn't it it leave like, a dent or anything no but it was just funny it was like we we get it you know you probably could just take in a picture and everybody would have believed that yeah you could throw these and they'd go really far like at a high speed yeah all right who do you got this week all right heading into this Uh, this week. uh,
2: Boise State. Boise State beat Florida, 36-31. Florida State. Florida State, my my bad. Not my Gators. Yeah. Um, My pick this week, Texas plus five and a half points at home versus LSU. LSU blew out their first week opponent. Uh, I can't remember some no-name team, basically. Yeah, they
1: won like 55-3 to or something. Georgia Southern, I want to say.
2: Texas also won pretty handily, not as handily as LSU. But I like the fact that Texas has played relatively well as of late. Obviously, they beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. Um, I I don't think this LSU team is as good as that Georgia team. And I think Texas might arguably be be better this year. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm taking Texas to win at home, plus five and a half points.
1: There it is. There's the underrated underdogs this week. That stands and fits. Uh, everybody that's pissed about it being a short podcast, blame Fitzy. Tweet at him, Fitzy 87 on Twitter. Yep. Uh, talk to you guys again soon. Thanks to the professional NBA program at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. Beat the bye week. Peace.